Welcome back to Via the Source, where you can get news about the entire NFL and, of course, the Miami Dolphins. Fins up. Here's Steven, your host. What's up, guys? Say's date is October 14th. I'm Steven Masso. As always, you're listening to Via the Source. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be going over the first preseason game of the season. The Dolphins are able to secure the victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by a score of 26-24. to Now, we all know with the preseason, it isn't all necessarily about getting the dub as much as it is about looking at some of the guys on the roster, in particular with the preseason, looking at some of the deeper parts of the roster, because typically, you're not going to have a lot of the starters playing, which was the case in this one for the Dolphins. They were without Tua Tungavailoa, uh, other guys across the board like Chase Edmonds, Tyreek Hill, uh, Jalen Waddell, all of those guys, Xavier Howard, Jerome Baker, did not see the field for the team, but there were some guys that are starters and some other guys that are fringe kind of bubble players that we can talk about after this game. So, First things first, Tua Tungvaluwa, great performance because all he did was warm up. He did not get hurt. He didn't see the field. I'm personally completely fine with that. I know some people are saying that he should have been out there for at least a drive. Frankly, after what we saw in the game with the Jets and Zach Wilson, I'm just a fan of not even risking it. I have no problem with Tua just warming up and being out there and watching. I'm fine with that. To me, that is a dub. So in place of him at the quarterback position, we had a guy, a rookie, Skylar Thompson, take over here. And frankly, the guy's a dog. The guy played absolutely phenomenal. My expectations for him weren't that high. And he's behind Teddy Bridgewater, who I thought heading into it was, you know, a pretty solid backup, just about as solidified or established as a second string quarterback as you could want in this league. But Frankly, Skylar Thompson, after this performance, looks very deserving of being on the team. I know some of my colleagues over there at Dolphins Talk, Mike was talking about how he doesn't think that the team should even risk putting him on the practice squad and letting somebody get the chance to pick him up because he played that good in this game. A lot of people are already kind of pointing to his heart, the passion that he kind of plays with, that he has that kind of it factor, even though some of the skill sets that he offers aren't necessarily the best. And frankly, I think that kind of, uh, you know, observation or description of him is pretty spot on. If I had to give kind of, uh, you know, a comparison, I know throughout my past in preseason, I've been kind of hyperbolic and got kind of crazy and carried away with some of my references. But Skylar Thompson, in a lot of ways, kind of looks like Colt McCoy out there, which is completely fine by most standards if you're just looking for a backup quarterback. And that's frankly, I think all he needs to be at this point for a lot of people to be thrilled with the prospect of where the team got him. So in this game, 20 for 28, 218 yards and a touchdown. And he was also able to pick up 25 yards on the ground, including the longest rush of the game being a 21 yard scramble. He looked pretty good. The offensive line wasn't necessarily being a huge help to him by any means. There were a ton of moments that were eerily similar to last year where he had offensive linemen uh, just kind of standing around as he was getting sacked. He ended up getting sacked three times in this game. But in those moments where he had a little bit of time, a lot of the play actions where he was able to, uh, you know, step up in the pocket. He was able to connect on some big passes in this game. He connected with Lynn Bowden Jr. on a pass of 29 yards as well as a 22-yard touchdown reception. And he also connected with Trent Sherfield on a 33-yard catch. So overall, it was a great game for him. I'm already rooting for the guy. He's kind of the underdog in this situation. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, again, who's at that number two spot throughout his career, even 
before that devastating injury was really kind of labeled as a game manager, and I think that all kind of rings true. So if the Dolphins want to take that chance and see if there's a little bit of a potential for Thompson to be more than that, you know, it is extremely early on. I'm all for it. Keeping three quarterbacks, he seems fun to watch. He's going to have a few more opportunities throughout the preseason to show us what he has. But as of right now, I'm taking this as a big positive. At the very least, it was something that was fun to watch and root for in this game. Now, across the board, we had a few guys that could be kind of in that starting lineup. The first of those being Mike Kosicki. He was out there for a very brief moment, but in that moment, he was able to to catch one catch for 13 yards. Is that uh, enough to really look at it and say, yeah, this is the year for Mike Kosicki? Of course not. I mean, it's hard for us to determine that with him playing with a third string quarterback and all the starters not being on the field. But, you know, it was nice to see him out there. Other guys here, Cedric Wilson. He There's a little bit more of a larger sample size to kind of view what he brings to the table. He looked silky smooth out there. If I had to uh, talk about how he played, three catches for 29 yards, but he was just doing a lot of these crossing routes. There was an out route he had. Overall, just an extremely polished looking player. And I think he's going to kind of, uh, you know, solidify himself as kind of a safety valve, uh, reliable kind of target. And I think that's all he really needs to be for this offense. One that includes, again, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Another receiver here that we have to talk about is Lynn Bowden Jr. There were numerous reports circulating that were saying that Lynn Bowden Jr. was going to be traded, or at the very least, the Dolphins were looking to trade him from the team and in this game I kind of mentioned several of those big plays he had a big 29 yard reception he also had a big 22 yard touchdown 55 yards on three catches four targets I mean Linbone Jr. looked pretty good in this game he is an exciting player to watch we know what he offers to the team does that mean I think he locked up a roster spot I'm not absolutely sure and I see a lot of people on Twitter happy with the idea at least that the trade value has gone up because as we're going to talk about in a moment there are other areas of this team where it looks like the Dolphins may need to make a change right before the season begins just to kind of plug some holes up other quick notes in terms of the receivers here I kind of alluded to uh, Trent Sherfield having that big catch that was his lone catch of the day one catch for 33 yards we saw a little bit about uh, of Mohamed Sanu in this game three catches for 39 yards uh, you know I don't think there's any surprises we've seen what Sanu is able to offered throughout his career. He's a seasoned vet at this point. A guy who is a little bit of a breath of fresh air, somebody who could be an exciting part of this offense, someone that people are very excited about is rookie Eric Azukama. He had two catches for 18 yards. He had a, his biggest catch was a 14-yard reception where he was able to kind of shrug off of the, a defender and pick up some extra yards after the catch. So that, of course, was good to see. Was it anything like the debut of Steelers receiver George Pickens where everyone on Twitter is going crazy? No, but at the same time, that was kind of the case for a lot of these people or a lot of these players that we just saw here and there, some flashes. Again, throughout the preseason, we'll have a little bit more to showcase. As of right now, the major takeaway on the offensive side of the ball that I'm kind of uh, looking at this it was the offensive line was a little bit concerning. Uh, it was a great game from quarterback Skylar Thompson. That was a huge takeaway. The running game in this one, also kind of a product of the offensive line, did not really do too good aside from that big run by Miles Gaskin and that big scramble by uh, Skylar Thompson there was absolutely nothing happening in the running game it was eerily similar to what we saw last year do I think that is telling of anything that is going to be the exact same at this point I 
cannot say that. I imagine once some of the real staple guys of this offense are plugged in there, things are going to change. But just in a vacuum, we're looking at this one. It was bad for the running game. Now, as we move on to the defensive side of the ball, again, same kind of story. A lot of the starters weren't playing here. But of the ones that we were able to watch, the first one that kind of jumped out at me, I made a very strong mental note to talk about it. First thing when we talked about the defense was uh, edge rusher uh, Jalen Phillips. The guy was just dominating on that short little stint where he was out there. Even though it didn't necessarily show up in the stat column, he was just manhandling his man and pushing him right back into the quarterback. And I think that had a huge effect on that first drive where there was just a ton of pressure. I think he is primed for a good season. He was great last year. All signs are pointing to him taking an even bigger step this year. I'm very excited about him. Now, some other guys that would be considered starters here that didn't necessarily look all too hot. One of those is Brandon Jones. There's a play in particular where people are going to point to either Brandon Jones or Noah Igbenogany. And now, of course, Noah Igbenogany in this case is going to be the easy target. Anytime something goes wrong, it's going to be on him. Now, this play in particular, I'm not necessarily sure whose responsibility it entirely falls on, but Brandon Jones was out there just covering nobody. And in that same way, Noah Igbenogany did not look good on that play or throughout the entire course of this game. The play ended up being a touchdown. I don't know how it happened. Uh, there was clips of the overhead view going around where every receiver basically on that play was open, and that was a little bit worrying to see. And now, if you're somebody who has Twitter open throughout the course of the game, there was a lot of people on Twitter pointing to the areas of the need on this team, and two of those were on the defensive side of the ball. One of those was at the cornerback position. Of course, you have the very star-studded front end of the depth chart led by Xavier Howard, and then you have Byron Jones, and that's all good. But once you get into kind of those deeper parts of the cornerback position, is there really a lot of depth out there? And that's going to be the question that a lot of people might be scared to answer because some of these guys uh, that are kind of deeper on this roster were getting torched in this game. D'Angelo Ross did not look good. As I mentioned, Noah Igbenogany also did not look good in this game. And then Trill Williams, who's kind of always been regarded as one of the better guys that are behind that star-studded front of the depth chart, he ended up leaving this game with what appeared to be a very serious injury. So again, all of a sudden, you may have a very big need here at the cornerback position when it comes to adding depth to this area. The other area where the team could look to improve, and I kind of alluded to this in my last episode where I hosted the Dolphins talk, was the linebacker position. Uh, you know, Jerome Baker is good. He is good. He flashes those moments or he has those games where he looks phenomenal. He's a very high motor player, but then there's other games where he looks, you know, completely below average. And that's just, I think, the player that Jerome Baker is at this point. He's at a point in his career, he has a ton of seasons under his belt. I'm not going to continue saying, oh, but he could take a next step. At this point, I think we all just have to realize, okay, this is just what he is. And that's fine. You know, he is a guy who has these great games and he has other games where he leaves a lot to be desired. But across the board, there needs to be somebody else here, which 
which is why a lot of Dolphin fans are saying hit up the Chicago Bears and get Roquan Smith because across the board, there are some areas where you need to improve. Landon Roberts is good throughout the season. Every now and then at getting those massive tackles for a loss or the goal line stands, he can do that. But in pass coverage and all those other areas of need, he is a big liability. It's completely hot or cold with him as well. Other guys on this team, Sam Eguavon, he is a preseason monster. He recovered a fumble in this game and he scooped it for a touchdown. But in that same way, can you depend on him for the course of a season? If you need to plug him in for a big game or if he needs to step in for one of the starters, I do not think so. And then you had rookie Channing Tindall in this game. We have to kind of hinder our own expectations with a rookie in his first game. So I understand that and I'm not going to be too hard on him. But after uh, his performance in this one, my kind of just general takeaway was that he was a little bit too eager. Maybe he had, uh, you know, a little bit of the jitters because it seemed like he was just over committing on a lot of these plays that he was just straight lining to wherever the ball carrier was. And that meant not necessarily taking the best angles. There was a reverse play by, I believe, Geiger of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was able to completely switch fields. And that basically left uh, Channing Tindall on the floor when he had to change directions because he kind of over pursued in that instance and that was kind of my biggest takeaway from again a, a somewhat small sample size of the guy so overall I think uh, what was the strong point of the team last year when it came to the defense, I think there is a very big potential that that completely switches this year and the offense needs to do the brunt of the work. And I'm saying that because I am a little bit worried about this linebacker group for the Dolphins and the depth of the cornerback position. If some of these guys start going down throughout the course of the season or missing time, Things could get ugly very quick, so hopefully the offense is able to put some serious points on the board to keep up with that and really keep that in check. But I am very optimistic about the defensive front here for the Dolphins when it comes to those guys at the line. Emmanuel Ogba, I'm sure, will be fine. Uh, Raekwon Davis appears to be coming into his own. Christian Wilkins is great. And then Jalen Phillips. Those guys I'm excited about. And maybe the fact that we didn't necessarily see them in their complete form really didn't give us a good grasp on how the pressure will affect how everything looks for the defense and that's entirely possible but as of right now a little bit scared about the linebacker position and the depth of the secondary now when it comes to special teams Jason Sanders was automatic in this one you know he kind of had a little bit of a down year last year but we know what we're getting with Jason Sanders extremely reliable he has a big leg I trust him beyond 50 yards so in this one two field goals beyond 50 yards ended up finishing the game four for four that is great to see so overall when it comes to this game uh, I think it was a pretty exciting game it was pretty fun to watch as far as preseason one goes I don't think it was a complete snooze fest like some of the preseason games we've had in the past and I think a lot of that was attributed to how well rookie Skylar Thompson played in this game and then there were a handful of other plays like that Sam Eguavon fumble recovery and one play that I forgot to talk about was Elijah Campbell coming up with this uh, bizarre interception where he ended up catching it basically with his feet, setting up that Lynn Bowden Jr. touchdown. So, I mean, overall, it was a pretty fun game to watch. I'm excited the football's back. I would love to know what you guys think and what your major takeaways were after this first preseason game. But 
as of right now, I'm just glad to be back on the mic. Hopefully you guys are still tuning in. I apologize for my extended break throughout the offseason, but now that we're back in action, I'm excited. We have a, a new team, a new coach, different direction. I'm a big fan of offensive-minded teams. Hopefully the Dolphins can give us that this season. Guys, it was a pleasure to be your host. Until next time, I'm Steve Amasso, and this was Via the Source.